Welcome into the Side Draft Podcast, Drew and Big Moose. Uh, talking about a, 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 an underwhelming race, I would say, at Martinsville. Also looking ahead to the Bristol Dirt Race on on, on a Easter Sunday coming up this weekend. First, we'll obviously start with Martinsville, uh, go through the fantasy stuff, and then transition over to, to Bristol like, like we traditionally do. Uh, overall thoughts on the race, Big Moose. I feel like going into it, we think, okay, Martinsville is always one of those tracks, particularly during the playoffs, that we think of. It delivers every single time. It seems like there's always good racing. There was, uh, you could say, maybe some good racing, but there's no passing. There, there was very few lead changes. You could catch up to somebody, couldn't pass them at all. It was colder. Uh, I, there was just a little bit that it didn't seem like a normal Martinsville race. It's the short track. It's the paper clip. It's going to be freezing cold. It's under the lights. It's delivering. <laughs> We've had a great season so far. And if you didn't take a nap during this NASCAR race on Saturday night, uh, there was nothing there, uh, you know, and I don't I don't necessarily want to say NASCAR has their their second big problem or, or third big problem this season because, you know, we had the tire <laughs> issue, which has pretty much been, you know, resolved so far. We had the uh, the parts issues, which is kind of continues to resolve itself, this issue. But now we have this short track problem because, you know, going back to, to Richmond, we kind of started to see, you know, there might be a little bit of a, a short track problem with this new car. And then at Martinsville, like you said, you can run right up on a guy, but there were like virtually no lead changes under yeah. green the entire race. Yeah. And there was only, what, two true cautions outside of the stage? Yeah. And the one caution that was late, you think, uh, not the NASCAR. I mean, it's fitting that with 30 laps to go, somebody spun out. I will, I'll say that. And oh, it, it, of course, how it, convenient. It, it didn't get any more exciting, though. You think, okay, maybe this is the chance for the race to spice up a little bit. Uh, it, it, it didn't. You know, right there at the start of the race, some rain coming through. Some It, it was actually said some flurries in the area. Yeah. Some sleet moved across, you know. And, and again, okay, we're going to get this track dry. Again, freezing cold conditions. These Tires cars, are going to stick, yeah. These cars are going to be hauling. These the. We're, we're going to be running laps quicker than you can do a pit stop. I mean, we're, we're going to be running in the, the sub-10-second laps here at Martinsville. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. These cars are going to be fast at Martinsville, and it was just it was the most subpar performance that I've, I've seen in, uh, in a few years in the NASCAR Cup Series, and, uh, and I, I don't know where to go with this. It, I'm, I'm still excited for this weekend at Bristol and the dirt and to see what happens with the new car there. But at the same time, after the two, uh, last two weeks, I have my reservations. I'm a little bit nervous because, again, it is a dirt track. And, or I'm, I'm sorry, it is a short track, and it is a dirt track, and we don't know how these cars are going to run on dirt. Well, it's, it's interesting, too, when you think about it because last year we were wanting, or over the not even just last year, but over the last – three, four, five years, we've won. Okay, take away the mile and a half. We want more short tracks. The car is great on short tracks. The racing is good. Now, I saw a tweet on Sunday, bring back the mile and a half tracks. Like uh, the, the, that, that brings out the good racing, and let's, let's get rid of the short tracks. So I don't know if it's just what a uh, theme that we're going to see every single time a car, a new gen car comes out, but it, and I don't know if it's just the balance of it can't fit for both the super speedways and the mile and a half and then the short tracks as well. But I think that's something that NASCAR is kind of fighting is, I don't know if it's, maybe it's the horsepower or maybe it's something. And you had mentioned before you started recording that Chad Canals had brought up the, the ride height of the cars, but possibly being an issue. Is that something that you think they're even able to fix? I know one thing, and I guess we'll get more into this a little bit with the, with the Bristol race, but the back of the car, we talk about ride, ride height. There's dirt mm-hmm. kicking up. 
what's the back part, the, the part underneath? I know the that diffuser. I'm... Yes, the diffuser. Yes, the diffuser. I don't know why I couldn't think of it, but is that not going to get damaged when you're bouncing they're, over They're taking on the diffuser dirt? off. Like, they are taking the diffuser off. They're taking off. the diffuser Cause... off, and actually I saw another tweet that they're putting mud flaps on these cars as well, uh, which I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm thinking as you're riding around here, isn't, isn't there a chance as you're sliding? You know, I, I don't know the, the height differential of the mud drag. flaps. But they're, they're not tradi- – it's, yeah. it's not like it's a rubber mud flap that you're going to see on an 18-wheeler driving down the interstate. These look like metal mud flaps. So as you're going through turns one and two, as you're sliding that car out, is this thing not going to slide out and potentially grab in the banking of the turn? Flip a car? Uh, no, nah, not flip a car, but uh, I, I, I know what you're talking in. about. Yeah. You're, you're going you're gonna to start having these, these dugout grooves in the turns of Bristol Motor Speedway. You know the problems we were having last year where the, the track was coming up? Yeah. You're you're inviting this to happen with mud flaps being added to these cars. Why why are we adding mud flaps? And if it digs in, maybe it digs in deep enough or it drags that you damage the track underneath. I mean, d- dare I? We'll get into Bristol or, in a, or in a is moment. That gonna, yeah, okay, okay. We, we're getting there, ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, we're, that, that, that's the talk of, but of going, the weekend. Going back to your point, is there? Of course, there's a way to fix it. There's a way to fix everything. Yeah, you know, give give the guys a roll of duct tape and and some bubble gum and a paper clip. They're going to fix it. You know, these guys are are the true Mag- uh, Mag- uh, MacGyvers of their sport. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, and and are there are there strong suits versus you know weaknesses? Of course, there are. You know, in 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 what you and I do in our profession you're a sports guy you can talk football and baseball and and sports in general way better than i can because i'm a music radio guy (laughs) you know do i know enough to be dangerous sure i can get in there and have a legitimate conversation yeah but let's let's flip the script you know we're gonna talk music okay i might you know you're you're very intelligent when it comes to music but I'm I'm probably gonna you know be able to 100. percent So it's it's the same sort of thing here. That's why you see some drivers that are way stronger when you go to the places like Daytona and Talladega, or even the road courses. Uh, yeah. Of course, that's, that's why you have drivers that only come in yeah. for the road courses, the road course ringers. Yeah, you know. So uh, again, it's it's one of those. It's a new car. It's the first year. Do we have a problem? Eh, maybe. Yeah, because the last two races have, have flat out sucked, in my opinion. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's fixable. We're not at the point where it's like, oh, my God, wave the white flag. We need we need next-gen two car. I don't want to get too far ahead on this, but if you look at the schedule up ahead, so we have Bristol. It's not the asphalt. And NASCAR schedule now wants to pop up. Okay, good. So what, what we've got coming up, I'll be intrigued to see. we got Bristol Dirt, Talladega, Dover. Dover normally I think is actually a pretty fun race to watch. The mile. Monster Mile. Yeah, the, the Monster Mile. It's not obviously a sh- – I don't know. Is, is it a short track? Is it an intermediate? I don't – it's a it's a funky – It's it's a yeah. fast short track. Yeah. I mean, it's – If that race is underwhelming, I think we have a problem. Yeah. Because I, I, Dover, to me, is always a really fun race. You know, the way, the way that it is, it's very, very similar corners and everything like that. But like you said, it's quick, it's fast, it's relatively narrow. It, it's kind of like a bigger Bristol, if you want to really call it that, without the banking. I don't know if that's going too far. Well, and and but, I, I don't know because you even have some some really big banks in in the turns yeah. of Dover that that really flattened out quick off of uh, off yeah. of two and four. When when playing, I will say this: when when playing the games, I, I happen to have a wheel, and when you're coming off, see. when when you're coming off the turns, I ain't got that kind it, of money. I still got to use the joystick. Oh, believe me, the that, that was a good old Christmas. That was a Christmas present. <laughs> I don't have the money either. But uh, c- coming off of two and and four, I'll tell you, it, it's. It's very easy 
to lose the rear tires. Oh, no doubt. Uh, you're, you're, if you want to carry some speed through there, I can't imagine that in in real life actually going through. You're, you're trying to push the car to the limit, and you know a wall is coming up quick. All of a sudden, that, that turn turns into a straightaway, and it, it comes up very quick. I, I can't imagine yeah. driving that track in real life, being these these Cup Series <laughs> Xfinity guys. You know, 170 running. coming off the corner? Yeah, because, yeah. I, like you said, you know, I'm playing the video game, and as we're coming up on turn two... <gasps> Yep. Okay, I cleared it. Yeah. Take a quick breath. Come down. Yeah. Okay, I cleared that one. Uh, go into it. Oh, crap, yeah. I hit the wall. Trying to squeeze squeeze <laughs> it in off the corner. Um, but, look, I, that, that that to me is a race, and and, and we're, we're looking ahead a little bit, but as we get more and more of these short tracks that come up, that that's going to be a little bit interesting. After that, the next short track we have is June 5th at, in uh, Chicago. We have Texas uh, for the All-Star Race, Kansas, Darlington, which would be a really interesting track as well. Charlotte, as well for the Coke 600. Uh, anyways. I think it's going to make us appreciate the places like Texas and Charlotte a little bit more because. <clears throat> the cookie cutter tracks. Yeah, right. right. But but we've already seen kind of what these cars can do on these intermediates. And the racing has been phenomenal. And I, I don't see why it wouldn't carry over to those tracks. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. Fantasy. Uh, not quite the best the best week for, for you, Big Moose, again. And, and it's... It, was, it was a great week. I just got. Beat by you hoodlums. Well, it was close. It was t- well, well besides, besides Jeremy, who who yet again is, is using up drivers like, like it's his job. He he only has like about four or five more usages of all the Hendrick guys. Which... I think he I think he missed the concept of set the lineup and just let it run. He yeah. he set the lineup at Daytona, let it run for three weeks, readjusted the lineup, and has <laughs> now let it run for the last four weeks. He forgets that, that he has limits on drivers. <laughs> you only have ten usages, Jeremy. You don't have you can't just use them every week. So. Uh, he he won again by a substantial margin. Had 245 points. A really good good week for him. But looking at uh, can we just point out that <laughs> Bo Brigade has pulled within 300 points of you? Yeah, and he was a late start. He didn't even get into the league until week four. He came in. I thought it was week three. It, it may he, have he, been he, week three. I think he missed two races, which still that's a few hundred points. Yeah. So the fact that he is within that is. He's consistently performed better. Yeah, you're um, right. It was it was Las Vegas was I, his first. Week. I have an excuse. You have an excuse for for bad weeks. Um, but if you look at and I can't even say they were bad weeks. I put up 202 points this week. My drivers made it didn't make a difference. What I, I so while watching the race, I'm looking at my lineup and Brad Keselowski and Bubba were right next to each other, about to go a lap down. I'm like, look. I don't know who who to take in this because they're both not driving well. I said, you know what? I'm taking Brad. Brad ends up finishing behind Bubba, but neither had a good race. So I had a 19th-ranked driver. Kyle Busch was 10. And then Joey Logano, Blaney, and Chase Elliott all ran well. But uh, I, I got hosed by Brad Keselowski and trusting that the RFK cars would be good at, at, at uh, Martinsville. So that, that didn't work out for me too well. Who did you have in your lineup? See, I, I got I got messed up by Truex. I, I ran Oh, yeah, talk about bad, a bad race. Yeah, he, I, I, I had him. And Larson, you know, where's, where's Larson been since he got – since he got his win at Auto Club, he said it and forget it. He just it, it, hadn't, hadn't been there. Yeah. No, he really hasn't. And then, of course, I had Kyle Busch in the garage. Had I played Kyle Busch or had I run <laughs> Kyle Busch, I would have been fine. You know, I had I had William, William Byron in there. God, he got me 58 points this week. He I wish I picked Austin Dillon because he had a, a great race. Well, we were just talking about that. If you put Austin we Dillon last in there, week, yeah. you know, if you put Austin Dillon in your lineup, it's one of those where you're either thinking you're holding your breath, you got a solid week, or you got a crappy week. You are holding your breath. So, so for this week, uh, I don't know. Well, let, let me 
Okay, so we'll talk about fantasy lineup. Then we're going to hear from some of the drivers. You got R- Richard Petty who gives comments. Joey Logano you're going to hear from as well as Kyle Busch. The lineup for this, it's a little bit of a crapshoot, I think. Kyle Larson is obviously probably going to be him and him and Christopher Bell, I think, are, if you think about previous experience on dirt, yep, those are probably the two favorites to win. And they are both in my lineup 100% because you, because okay. you don't know. You don't, you've seen these guys <laughs> in the cup cars in a different cup car once. Let me look at the Bristol Dirt averages because I've only got seven usages of Larson left. And while Larson, I don't know, I'm, I'm I, like we've seen, it's not like last year where Larson was j- just picking off top fives and wins. It seemed like week after week. And I have him again. See, how, how many more usages? How many more usages do you have of him? Seven. Okay. See, that's where I'm. I'm, I'm on the fence about. Do I really want to go down to six? I'm down to six with Chase. Right. Do I want to go down to six with Larson, still, or do I want I to save got, it? I still got seven on Chase as well. I'm because because again, I, going in going through the first quarter of the season, I was I was one hundred percent in driver management. So as we go into the second quarter of the season, I I still have. I don't think there is a single driver where I have less than seven usages remaining. So I'm in a very good position as far as driver usages where. I have yeah. car blanche of of using whoever I want to use at any given time. See that that that's what I want to have happen with me. I want to be able to use Larson when I know that he's going to perform well. If you look at the average, if you look at the race from last year, Joe Ligano won, Stenhouse in second, Denny Hamlin third, Daniel Suarez fourth, Ryan Newman fifth, Byron sixth, Reddick seventh, Blaney eighth, Jones ninth, Chase finished in tenth. Uh, it's hard to go off of this stuff. I, I mean, Christopher Bell had he finished third, thirty fourth. You would assume that's not going to happen again. Um, right now, I've got Bell, Suarez, Reddick, because I'm I'm going off of these averages. I think is what I'm going to do. I, I'm looking at my lineup, who I've got left in, and far as far as usages are concerned, and I'm I'm taking a little bit of a risk this week. Sure, uh, that, that that's just the way that I kind of feel about it, and I that may be stupid. <laughs> of me to do, I guess we're gonna find out. Uh, I think I am gonna put Lar- I think I'm gonna put Lar- Larson in there though, just because he's. I'm tempted to put Kyle Busch in there too, but see, I'm I'm giving I'm giving Larson a break because because he hasn't been there. He just has not that is been true. there the last that, few weeks. That is true. He and he's he's due. He didn't race in the dirt race last year, so we have nothing to go off of. Yeah. So. I mean, it makes sense. I might, I might pick Byron j- just for the sake of him being hot right now. Well, and I do have Byron in there as well. You know, it's, and again, to kind of, kind of go back to Larson, kind of like a driver loses the the confidence. <laughs> I've lost confidence in my driver. You know, he hasn't been yeah. showing up. Why am I going to use you if you're not providing points to me? If if you're not if you're not providing me the water, <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And uh, as far as the head the head to heads. Kyle Larson and guess who? Christopher Bell as as the first ones. You got Bell all day. William ba- Will Bell all day. All day. I'm taking Larson. I put Larson in my lineup too. I'm taking a risk. I- I'm I'm catching up to to you. Okay. So you're trying to take fourth this week. You're you're trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm I I I will say this. I'm I'm giving my lineup now. That might change. By, That's the thing. By, by the I, I am happens. I am truly the bookend when it comes to our fantasy. I'm either in first or fourth. There's there's no in between with me. You are. <laughs> as far as the league standings go, you are in first right now by just 15 points on Jeremy. Granted, again, uh, Jeremy doesn't get his act together. He's going to be out of uh, out of that, usages real that quick. That stings. You know how bad that stings? Because I had a 100-point lead on you guys yeah. like, I'm here two weeks ago. You've got a, about a 50-point lead on me now. Actually, it might even be less than that. It's 45 points. Mm. 
here I come. And here comes Bo- Bo- Bowtie Brigade as well. I mean, <laughs> he's coming. Um, but anyways, if you do want to join, go to NASCAR.com. Go to the Fantasy Laptop. Search ESPN Pensacola. Uh, phrases burn some rubber. Uh, they're not going to be doing that this week. They'll be running over some dirt. Speaking of dirt, uh, let, let's hear from some of the drivers, and then we're going to talk about some of the controversies potentially within this weekend. Here is Richard Petty on NASCAR being on dirt. This year we, we ran, what, seven, six or seven road courses, which we've never done before. And then when they throw the dirt track, uh, NASCAR is going to look completely different. So, uh, you know, from that standpoint, it's going to be very interesting, I'll put it that way, because a lot of these guys has never run dirt, and we don't have dirt track cars. Our cars are, you know, asphalt cars. A road grace car, so that part's going to be interesting. But, uh, you know, being able to, to work with Food City for all these years, I mean, they've been coming up here almost as long as I have, you know what I mean? And uh, because I, I came for the first race they ever had up here, the track was flatter. Then after a while, they banked it up a little bit. Then I come back and see it dirt. I didn't really realize the banks were that much that. Everything kind of fades in when you walk in with the cement there, but all of a sudden you see that. And so he's come out, and I'm going to play the Kyle Busch thing. Well, that, and that, that audio was from last year. Just, yes. Just so, you know, we're being clear. That was and, – and he has been, you know, no stranger to saying he's not a fan of this because, you know, number one, he hates the fact that he was the last driver to win on dirt, and since NASCAR <laughs> has reintroduced dirt to the Cup Series, he's no longer the last Cup driver to win on dirt. Kyle Busch references it as well, uh, as far as the recent comment that came out from Richard Petty, which we don't have audio of it, it was written out, but uh, Kyle Busch says essentially one phrase that summarizes up of what Richard Petty recently had to say. Do you feel if, if it doesn't go as well as people are hoping it does next week, do you want us, would you be want them to continue the dirt thing at a different track and on the dirt track or just cut the cord and it's not working cut the cord okay as richard petty said the dirt takes our sport backwards kyle jgr is nearing the 200 win mark what would win 200 mean if it came from you uh i mean it would be special uh it would mean a lot but not that big a deal i got the most of them why why is It's it's a mess. It's just not our cars, the tracks. It's it's not indicative of putting on a good dirt show. It's it's as simple as that. And and as he said, you know, it it takes the sport backwards. I feel like this is very interesting because I wonder why they they did this in the first place. They've obviously got got the truck series going to Eldora, which I think is pretty darn cool. If you're going to do a race on dirt, I feel like Eldora is the place. And I, I, a lot of people were really excited last year about it. It got so much hub, so much hub. I thought to myself, I, I don't know if I like this idea, J- just because it's Bristol. Bristol is is great in its own right for being the asphalt track that it is. The last great Coliseum, uh, you know, you know, they call it. It's not. It shouldn't have dirt on it. No, yeah, I, I, it shouldn't. And and I and I understand what NASCAR is doing. Try to implement some excitement, but. Make NASCAR for what it is be exciting with what you have. You don't need to add dirt to it. If you're going to go, if you're going to add dirt to an asphalt track, I think that's your problem. If you're going to do dirt, go to a dirt track and do the race there. Oh, absolutely. You know, the, the, and the fans wanted it. The fans had asked for it, you know, because you, you go back several <laughs> years. It used to be a pay-per-view. 
you'd have the cup drivers, you'd have the Xfinity drivers, and they'd all get in these, you know, modified cars or whatever it was they were running, and it was a big charity event. It's like, ah, this is kind of cool. They're racing on dirt, they're racing in their sponsored cars that look different, and it's a, it's a big charity event. And then they brought the the Mud Summer's Night Dream to Eldora. They brought the trucks out there. And it's like, okay, we're, we're, giving, we're giving the NASCAR fans kind of what they want here. We're testing it out. And then, like you said, they brought dirt into Bristol last year. Not exactly kind of what fans were expecting, but okay, leave it to the Smith family to go ahead and create something. You know, they are the, the you know, second biggest promoters of, of, of you know, the sport and right. creating and, and thinking outside of the box. You know, when it comes to places like Bristol or Charlotte or Texas and just doing something crazy. And and they, they tried it, and, and it did get people talking. It did get people super excited. And it's right in line with what NASCAR has been trying to do in bringing people to the sport and getting people talking. But now that we're going into the second season, with if it doesn't work this year, I'm, I'm 100% on board. Cut the cord. Cut it. Go back to two asphalt races a year at, at Bristol and and re, re, rename it the Sharpie 500 and <laughs> and then and then, and then we'll be okay. I think it's <clears throat> the the concept is is cool. Let the Fox crew actually see who can actually draw I, a circle 500 <clears throat> times around. Well, I wonder if you wanted to see NASCAR drivers do that. Why not put the All Star race in those modifieds? Forget the stock cars. Put them in modifieds. Go to a dirt track and run the thing. If I you, say you make if, run if, all three series if, in one race. Yeah, if, you, do, you you take you make it a big all star, and I know I'm t- going totally yeah. off topic here. You're sure. looking at me like I got nine heads here. Take t- take the best drivers from truck, the best drivers from Xfinity, the best drivers from Cup, and put a a fifty car you, field you, out you there. You make it you make it a yeah. three heat race, and all the drivers run the first heat in the truck series, the second heat in the Xfinity series, and finish it off in a Cup car. Or would you just have them all do modified since the cars aren't built for it? Throw, throw them in something different. Of course, you would think that Chris, that, that uh, Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell would have the advantage in that, but you yeah, throw but, them in one of the modifieds or whatever, and they, you'd have them wheel it around. Yeah, but again, you uh, know, I, I don't know. C- com- combine a true All Star weekend. Your All Stars from Cup. From I wouldn't make truck. it a points race. I guess is the main point. I, I wouldn't make the dirt race a points race. Make it fun. Yeah. So so, so it's loose. It, it, fans don't take it too seriously. The drivers don't even take it too seriously. This is a chance for me to go on and, and win some freaking money. Is all is all it is. Sure, you know, th- make that the dirt race. I feel like as opposed to a points race where you might have go, go back to what they yeah, did. Yeah. Make it make it a pay per view. Make it a big charity race <laughs> yeah. for whatever you know, Speedway charities or you know the the junction, uh, the Speedway. What the what's the the petty motorsports? The the petty uh, the Speedway junction. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Why am I totally Grand Junction? Up? No. No, it's the the one for the the. They could they, they could just put it a slinger. <laughs> right in the area. Victory Junction. Okay. Victory, the Victory Junction camp, and okay. you know make it make it a make it a fundraiser race. Yeah, I I don't think you can do points with no. it, especially because of the way that they're like they're talking about. Kyle Larson has said, "I don't know why they're not taking off the windshields." You know, they're they're putting, as you said, the mud flaps. It's there's a lot of questions going into it. I feel like, and people are 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 questionable. People have have questions about it, uh, and I think it's it's good to have questions. The one good thing out of this week, though, are you going to be able to wa- watch the race on Sunday? Oh, uh, it's a Sunday night. I'm 100. percent I'm off on Sunday. And I, th- I think you and I are both very excited for the television broadcast. We get to hear a uh, boogity 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 
Let's go, Raisin Boys. I, I cannot wait. It, I, as soon as I saw that, I uh, I, I told my wife, I said, hey, Daryl's doing the race next week. She was like, really? I was like, yeah. She goes, yes. Like Daryl, She wants Daryl back in the booth. I, I will say this. Good good luck to Mike Joy because he's probably not going to do a lot of talking. In Fox this might as well just cut all the commercials and just, and just you know, they, they have the... <laughs> I wish that they would do that, but the, the races are way too long. Like you know what? Just, just pull an F one and do do com- commercial free coverage of the race. Well, do that, or, or even even make it a paid thing. I'd I'd pay two ninety nine to go on the NASCAR dot com website and just just watch the the booth cam. A, a commercial free broadcast. <laughs> I just want to watch the booth cam. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Uh, winner and maybe somebody to watch. I don't I don't know if you can pick somebody to watch. Who's I don't. I think there's going to be chaos in this race, I've, I've and, been, and it could be from the jump. It could be from literally the first re- restart where we see where we see some craziness. You know what? I, I tell you, a good car to watch this weekend is going to be the pace car. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of action out of the pace car this weekend. Or the pace I, wonder, I wonder if the pace truck's going to try to whip sideways a little bit. Probably not. I doubt it. It would be cool. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> all all of a sudden, the the uh, pace truck just ta- just takes off and then just. Whips the yeah. You know I, if if you're if you're actually looking at odds this weekend and and you are you are an odds player if if you're uh, it's got to be Larson up there. Larson is is definitely up there. He's he's plus five fifty. Uh, you know it's it's one of those earlier this season I was singing the praises of I have him in my lineup this weekend. I think you said you were going to add him as well. Suarez, you know that's one only has five percent uh, is only has only been picked up five uh, percent in fantasy right now. Mm. Plus two thousand in the odds, but he had a top ten finish at this race last year. Top five, yeah, yeah, a fourth, I believe is yeah. To be exact, it was fourth. And and so. again, you know his his counterpart already <laughs> has a win this year. We've been saying it's only a matter of time between Suarez uh, before Suarez gets his win. Trackhouse is is on track to to be right there as a contender with the big dogs. Is is this weekend for uh, for Suarez? I think I'm taking Christopher Bell to win it. His car. It, it, it almost is like survival of the fittest. The interesting thing about these cars is that the damage, the way the damage model is, they don't get too beat up unless there's a bad accident. Mm. You, 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 you can fix them up and they can still run completely fine. I will take Christopher Bell. I'm wondering uh, how the independent suspension is going to work as you're as you're slinging it around, though. I'm going to go different from you though on my driver to watch. I'm going to go Tyler Reddick because he's balls to the wall, goes as hard as can be. And he's been he, there. He may get in an accident very early on because he's being an idiot and trying to send it into a corner. <laughs> but that being said, the guys who are like that, like a Ross Chastain, yep. or even Daniel Suarez at times can be aggressive. Those are the guys that really get the job done. As Kevin Harvick said a couple weeks ago when Chastain won, I mean, he's aggressive. Fans like aggressiveness. And if you can put controlled aggressiveness in the equation like Ross has a little bit, he'll, he'll be aggressive, but it's aggressive at the right moments. Then I think you have a recipe for success, and Tyler Reddick is is one of those drivers who's very aggressive. I think he might be a guy to watch. Eric Jones as well finished top ten last year. He's been running relatively well the last couple of races too. A lot of fun things to watch this week. Obviously, last year it was a daytime race under the lights this weekend. The paint <laughs> schemes got to give it to the teams really putting out the special paint schemes yeah. for Easter weekend for the dirt. Of course, DW back in the booth. Hopefully, I'm hoping drivers. The race itself, it's able to deliver. If not, we're going to be talking next week saying, yeah, NASCAR might be in uh, a little bit of problem. We, we may have discovered that weak link 
with a next-gen car. Hopefully, also, we don't have any track surface showing up in its dirt the entire time, which we <laughs> which did not quite happen last time. Uh, he is Big Moose. I'm Drew. Again, thank you for listening to the Side Draft Podcast. Next week, again, we'll recap, as Big Moose said, the dirt race, and then look ahead to Talladega, which is about as unpredictable as any of the races on the NASCAR schedule. That's going to do it for the podcast. Talk to you next week.